You are listening to Kingdom Faith, where we focus on the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. On today's episode, we have our very own worship leader, Ashley Fisher of New Life Fellowship. Um, We might be kind of biased, uh, Ben, but I think that she is the best worship leader well best is a is a big word Phil. yeah but i i I think she's the best the best worship leader i've ever come in contact with (laughs) um but ashley how about you tell us a little bit about yourself well thanks for having me Mm -hmm. i have big shoes to fill there (laughs) (laughs) um so i am 27 years old um i've been married for about five years it'll be five years november 7th this year i have two dogs, no mm-hmm. kids yet, and a sister that lives with me, call mm-hmm. her my live-in maid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been attending New Life since I was about eight or nine years old, so it's been about 17 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I accepted Christ at church camp, at one of the New Life church camps, mm-hmm. and I've been leading worship now for six years, so I started when I was 21 years old, wow, um, started it by myself. Yeah. We had a praise team at the time, somebody stepped down. I was brought in, didn't really want, um, Pastor Jimmy really didn't want to put the pressure of leading worship and leading a praise mm-hmm. team all at the same time. So um, ended up just being me. But then this last January, not this past January, the January before, we started mm-hmm. with a praise team. And it's been amazing. I have been so thankful that God has blessed us with that. I've always loved music. Yeah. I've always had the emotional connection with music. So I think it's a pretty good spot for me to be in. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, do you do you think that that time where you were just up there by yourself, do you think that was necessary in order for you to be able to come in and lead a team? I do. Because I kind of went in. I had always been in the praise team or been part of the praise team. And, you know, in school and things, I was mm-hmm. part of choir, mm-hmm. things like that. But to come in and to lead worship not just you know be up there singing with the praise team you know being that primary person there's a lot of learning that i had to do learning in how to lead worship and how to trust god and use god's spirit to lead worship and not just myself it was a lot of learning in my own walk as well Mm. and not just with learning on how to lead worship but i do think it was very important that i was there by myself learning the ropes kind of yeah would uh would you say that i know definitely probably helped prepare you to lead like worship like you said but you think being up there all by yourself was also kind of nerve-wracking um in the beginning uh yes (laughs) Uh, so i started out singing specials you know within Mm -hmm. the church and i was used to singing by myself but stepping up there and knowing the responsibility that came with it um, was a whole new, whole mm-hmm. new thing. I still get nervous to this day, but it's changed a little bit. I know who God is and how great he is and what he can do if I just allow him to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, I know that you have some musical heritage in your family. Would you want to share any of that with uh, the listening audience? So... I wouldn't say I was pushed into music, um, but I do have two aunts who have who were raised in church and grew up in church and you know sang in church. Mm-hmm. I know Dawn, who was in a musical group 
for years, she was really the one to kind of push me and kind of mm -hmm. almost build my confidence in myself to know that I can do it, you yeah. know. And it's not about being the best singer out there. You know, it's about being able to let God use you and do what he wants. But I think that it has a huge, that is definitely a huge impact on yeah. stepping up into that role. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you know, we've heard a little bit about you. So now let's get down to the nitty gritty. What do you think for you is the hardest part of leading worship? The most difficult challenge? Um, the hardest part for me is the expectations I set for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just like everybody else. I'm a normal person. Mm -hmm. I have my own walk. I have my own things that I struggle with. Um, I, you know, I have my own fears, my doubts, goals that I, I set for myself. And I think the hardest thing for me is wanting to be perfect because of the role it is. Um, yeah. You know, being the person who kind of sets the standard for worship. Mm -hmm at church, the expectation that I give myself kind of sometimes I have to take a step back and realize that it's not about who I am and what I'm doing, but it's about who I am in Christ and what Christ is doing through me. Mm -hmm. So I kind of always have to take that step back. Um, like I had said earlier, I get nervous every single time. Yeah. And the one thing I do like about, um, especially Sunday morning services is that we tend to pray before service starts, mm -hmm. which is really good. And a lot of times I pray, breathe out all the negativity and breathe in God mm -hmm. and just That's God cool. alone yeah. so that he is what is heard. Because it can be hard sometimes <laughs> to go out there with anything, you know, attitudes mm -hmm. or if somebody has said the wrong thing or you took something the wrong way. It's hard to go up there because your mind's focused on something else other than what it should be. And it should be God yeah. and worshiping him alone. And I think another thing is seeing people disengaged in mm. worship um, can be discouraging. It's not something that I look for specifically, but there's every once in a while you can see somebody who's just, and it could be they're just having an off day. They're just not having, mm. you know, it's just not their day today. Yeah. But then you also see there's people who are raising their hands, who are smiling. And mm -hmm. so you get both sides of that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of dances around a follow-up. So as the leader of worship, you, like what you said, you set the tone for everyone else. So being responsible for that tone setting, do you find it hard to tap into worship while you're leading? Sometimes. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'm worried about when to come in, mm. make sure i am got the right note, mm. that I'm not off. As y'all know, I, we've been off many times. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty good about getting us back, um, being able to find where I need to come in. I try not to worry about it too much, but I'm human yeah. and I do. Yeah. And sometimes I, sometimes it gets a little discouraged, but I'll pick it back up and realize it's okay. I'm not meant to be perfect mm -hmm. as long as I'm trying and doing it with my heart, the correct attitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I say this, I won't say a lot, but I say it when it comes up that worship sets the stage. For God, mm -hmm. um, when either I or your husband or Pastor Jimmy goes up to preach, worship sets the the tone, sets the attitude towards God, um, and I and you notice that um, as a pastor, and I'm sure you notice it as a worship leader. There's such a change in the spirit 
when either worship goes good and not necessarily has anything to do with how it's led. It's just sometimes people are just not in it. And there's nothing you can do about that. That's either between them or them and God. Things come up in people's lives for sure. Um, but when everybody's hearts are attuned with worship and, and you're leading worship and, and everyone's got their hands, their smiles, we're, we're all coming together with worship, we're all ready for the message. We're all ready to hear from God. We're all ready to listen. And I think those are great awesome moments and and would you say that i know you mentioned it just a little bit with going back and and praying in the back do you think prayer is a big piece to setting your heart towards worship i do i think it sets kind of the tone for worship Mm -hmm. to set the tone for the sermon Mm -hmm. i think um the praying and being humble and asking god to be in the service and that his presence to be there and to work through us because we tend to ask that almost every time is that God will come in, his presence will be here, mm-hmm. his presence will be known, and that he works through us. Mm-hmm. That, you know, we're singing and that, you know, the spirits just move in. And then, of course, when the pastor gets up there, you know, we ask that God speak through his word. Um, so I think prayer definitely sets the tone for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, like you said, and you're 100% right. There's going to be moments you're just not going to be perfect. You know, we're going to have struggles, those types of things. Do you actually find it? I'll say this. How do you do it? How do you do it when you're, because when, I know you're like me. When life, you know, happens, works a horrible week. All those things that happen in everyday life. How do you get up there? every Sunday and lead worship when I know that every Sunday can't be the best Sunday? Um, I will start off by saying the most, when I don't want to be there mm-hmm. or I'm grumbling and complaining cause I got to go. Mm-hmm. Those are usually the most rewarding times yeah. of worship. Cause it's yeah. when you need it the most. It is. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll be honest, I've gone up there with a bad attitude or whatever's going on in my life and the baggage I bring up there and I can feel it, mm-hmm. you know, I can sense it. A lot of times, as I'm singing, I can also ask God, mm-hmm. no, this is not what you called me to do. This is not what you've asked of me, you know, half and half. Lord, please just take it from my mind mm-hmm. and allow me to, mm-hmm. you know, myself to worship. Because yeah. even though I am up there for the church, I'm also up there for myself mm-hmm. to worship God yeah. myself exactly. and, and setting him, you know, holy because he is, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've worshiped with a death of family members Mm -hmm. you know i've been up there you know i one particular is my grandma who had passed away a couple years ago it's like i got up there but i know who god is and Mm -hmm. what he promises and i think just putting god in awe of he is and just thinking of who he is as a god the god in my life helps work through those kind of moments Mm -hmm. you know for myself my own personal experience with worship um, you mentioned it, and the, one of the most meaningful things my wife ever said to me, and she was at college, and I don't remember why, I don't remember the circumstances, but she called me, and I was like, man, I just really don't want to go to Wednesday service, because it's so easy not to go to Wednesday service, and she said to me, probably one of the most meaningful things she's ever said to me was, that means you need to. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to go, you don't want to worship, you don't want to be around the people, that means you need it. Yep. Um, and those were, those are some, like you said, some of the best times where God clears my mind of everything and he's put in. That's what worship is. Yeah. 
you, your whole world is cleared away through worship, and God is only left. I mean, you sit there and you worship Him, and, and it's beautiful. And, and there's been times where, you know, God brings tears to our eyes through worship. And just because it's just, there's, we're with everybody, but it's between you and Him. Mm-hmm. Even when you're leading it, I know, because you've said it here, um, you know, you're worshiping just as much as we're worshiping. Um, you might just be leading us in the music, but, you know, your heart is right with the heart of the congregation, the heart of the people, all attuned towards God. But I would assume that there has to be a, some level of liking going up there and liking to sing and, and those things. So, so Ashley, why, why do you like leading worship and why do you think, why is it so important to you? I love singing. I love I've always loved singing. I don't necessarily love the spotlight yeah. of singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I really like the praise team being up there because mm-hmm. it's not just me. I love to worship. I will worship all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I, it's almost like my own personal connection yeah. with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, not just, you know, reading God's word or just praying, but to truly just belt it out, not mm-hmm. have, worrying about what you really sound like. And yeah. of course, I work. I work on sounding the best I can, <laughs> but sometimes I don't, and that's okay because normally it's just my dogs listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, I worship in the car, and I'm not worried about who's yeah. next to me seeing me, you know, singing. They probably think I'm crazy, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I'm just I I do love worship music and singing and just being up there and glorifying God. There's just some kind of connection there, and it keeps me in check. Yeah. Being worship leader keeps me accountable, keeps me responsible for my words, my actions, mm-hmm. which I'm not perfect by any means, but my, you know, my walk with Christ also strengthened immensely when I did become mm-hmm. worship leader because there were things that needed to change and God was like, "Look, you can't lead worship and this mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. You have to fix this mm-hmm. before you can truly learn how to worship and it was good things things that needed to change and i think that was one of the biggest things that i liked was that it brought me closer to god it it brought me closer in my walk with christ knowing that this is what he's called me to do this is what i should do Mm -hmm. and someone stopped pruning season it was worship is expressing outwardly our heart or at least my heart Mm -hmm. And being thankful for who God is, what he's done in my life, and just the fact of how worthy he is of our worship. Yeah. yeah. When, I'll just share this, I know I've probably embarrassed my wife multiple times, <laughs> worshiping in the car. Sometimes I'll throw my hands out the window and... Sometimes and, he just closes his eyes yeah. and lets Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. <laughs> um, but there's just those moments. Those moments that are... Worship doesn't have to be serious. Worship doesn't have to be so cut and dry. Um, it can be something that you belt out. doesn't have to even be on key. God hears every horrible word <laughs> or horrible note that we sing, and it's a sweet aroma to Him. It comes up a sweet-smelling uh, smell because that's who our God is because He uses imperfect people to lead worship, mm-hmm. uses imperfect people to preach or to do all sorts of things within the body of Christ. Um, and that just shows His power, His love, His might. Um, all the things that God is, He uses through us. 
Um, and I th- honestly, it's beautiful. And, and that's it comes straight through worship. It comes straight through to our hearts. And, and like you said, when you were up there, when you first started, and that's pretty young. Most worship leaders aren't um, as young as you were when you started. Now I'm sure there are some, but um, most of them, they've, they've either how they've been pre- uh, uh, singing in the praise team for a little bit. Then they, are, then they start leading a younger group. Um, that's normally how it works, but God works in, in crazy ways sometimes, and I, I honestly think he's been blessing our church uh, through worship, and like you said, you're glad that you have a praise team now. Yes. You just watch God <laughs> growing worship, um, and I'll say that the Sunday or the Wednesday before this aired, that was beautiful. All four ladies that were up there harmonizing together, singing together, and we really felt like they were worshiping mm-hmm. um, together, not just so that we can hear them, but they're worshiping God. Mm-hmm. And those are those are the moments of worship. Yes. Um, sometimes we can get and fall into a trap. A lot of churches can fall into this trap of singing to an audience. You're not going to worship singing to an audience. It might feel good, but it's not about feeling good. It's about worship. Worship sometimes does not feel good. Like you said, when, you, when you're a worship leader... You got convicted of some things. Mm-hmm. Um, when I have been called to do things, and I'm sure Ben's the same way, and I'm sure I could go down the list, you get convicted. We've said it on here. Conviction's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. It's never a bad thing because conviction always leads to correction. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's no difference here in, in leading worship, and, and I'm glad that it's uh, drawn you closer to God. Um, I can see it, and I haven't been to New Life as long as you have. Um, and I know that being here at New Life and worshiping has drew me closer to God, and I'm sure Ben could say the same thing. Yeah. But why do you think worship should be as important as it is to you, to others? I think it's an essential part in each one of our walks with Christ. God calls us to worship. Mm-hmm. It's something that we're supposed to do, not mm-hmm. just in prayer and reading God's Word, but we're called to worship God, to honor God for who he is and just in awe of who he is and what he's done. You know, we've seen it in the beginning in Genesis and we see it in the end in Revelations. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see it from beginning to end. Yeah. And I think it's just something that should be in our daily lives to draw us closer to God, to understand who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would throw in, and, and you both touched on it, that aspect of a private individual worship like coming together as a body of christ is awesome and necessary but just finding those moments throughout the day because it really should be every day to worship on your own in whatever manner you see fit as long as it's biblically upright Mm -hmm. but those moments of private worship i think that makes it super important as well um just some i'll just feed off what you said ben we say it a lot with prayer and we say it a lot with reading our bible It's not something just to do on Sunday. It's not something just to do on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And worship is exactly the same thing. Worship is not just good on Sunday. It's not just good on Wednesday. You need worship every single day of your life. You need to be practicing worship because like Ashley said, we are commanded to. Mm -hmm. We see it throughout the whole Bible. People coming together, worshiping. People worshiping God. David, lots of times, worshiped God all by himself. Jesus did the same thing mm-hmm. um, you just see those moments and I think that you know worship is so key because it it just draws our focus 
and our lives towards God. Um, it brings us closer. It, and like we said, sometimes that closeness can feel bad or feel not so good, but ultimately it's going to lead to something good. You're going to get corrected. You're going to lead better lives for God because that's what it's all about. Um, I wrote some points down here just about worship. And, and, and worship involves surrender of our lives. When you come in and you worship, you got to surrender your whole life. And when you don't, that can affect your worship. You might, you might struggle with worship, those things. Our worship is putting our focus on Christ, putting our focus on God. If, if we focus on any other thing, we're not truly going to be able to worship. The Bible says we can't serve two masters because we'll love one and, and hate the other. And, and that goes right along with worship. We can't be focused on all the things that are out in the world. And when we do, we feel it. Mm -hmm. um, we feel it in our own lives when our lives are going chaotic and we can't get our focus off of that. We struggle with worship. And then worship also involves getting out of the way. Like we said with the conviction, those things. Yeah. That doesn't just come through preaching. That comes right along with worship. When we're when we're in worship, I have been convicted. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have I have I have realized I've not praised, thanked God as much as I know I should. Um, I've let sin rule my life in different ways. Sometimes I just have to get out of the way and just worship. Worship also involves personal sacrifice. Like we said, we gotta worship every day. I would encourage anybody to to set time aside, like we talked last week with prayer. Set time aside to think and worship God and, and turn the radio on to a Christian station. Sing sing a hymn, whatever it is. I think people need that. But also the most important thing, this is what worship is all about. Worship is celebrating who God is and what he's done for us. Mm -hmm. When you think about hymns, when you think about uh, songs on the radio, they're all about what Jesus and God has done for us. They're all about how he's died on the cross for our sins. They're all about how he is the creator. He is awesome. That's one of my favorite songs we sing here because we sing it a cappella, and I think it's just pure is uh, awesome God. You know, our God is an awesome God. He's an awesome God. And that, it just repeats over and over and over again. I know some people don't like repetitive <laughs> songs, but I think um, we see it in the Bible too where sometimes God just has to repeat it. Philippians 4.4 4 says, Rejoice always in the Lord. And then Paul says right after that, Rejoice always. And that comes right along with worship as well. But actually, do you have any final thoughts for us? It kind of goes along with what you said um, just a second ago. One of the biggest things that hit me at one point when I was um, studying worship was that just because a song does not speak to me personally does not mean it is not speaking to somebody mm -hmm. in the congregation. Yeah. Just because I don't like a song or necessarily the melody of the song does not mean God is not working. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge kind of like step back and realize, again, this is not about me taking mm -hmm. myself out of the equation, mm -hmm. it's about God and what God is doing in the lives of the other people around you. Mm -hmm. um, so that was one of the biggest things to kind of for me to realize that just because the song's not necessarily speaking to me at the time in my life does not mean the song, that God's not working through those songs. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing to see what God can do 
little old me yeah. at the age of 21. I'm now 27, which is insane mm. to see where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I've hit, you know, rough patches or dry spells within leading worship. Mm-hmm. But I would think the thing I would say the most is just trust God and what he's doing and keep going. Yeah. Don't stop. Do not give up, which he tells us in the Bible <laughs> so many times. Yeah. Do not give up. Yeah. Do not give up. So our weekly verse this week is John four twenty four. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. All right, well, Ashley, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I know Phil and I both really appreciate it, and we love being able to talk to you about what you do and what you bring to the table as far as worship. <laughs> Uh, that concludes this week's episode of Kingdom Faith. Uh, we just want to thank you for listening. Just leave a comment, leave a like, leave a request for an episode. You know the email, kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. Send us a request for an episode. We would love to hear from you. And as always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith.